You don't even want to see how lit my dick is. <laughs> I was like, I was like you ever eat ramen soup? Um, no. <laughs> you know, like my friend's falling on hard times. He's sleeping with fucking silverfish and crickets up his ass. I, I need to help this guy out. Well, I mean, as out of left field as me being on methadone and Debbie getting me clean from it. Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him, Steve Dave. I'm here with Q. Yeah, boy. And uh, a man now better than a half century moving into, Mm -hmm. uh, what would you call it? His mid-50s. Mid-50s. Best years of my life are still ahead of me, bro. What are you talking about? Do you believe so? Fuck yeah. Yeah. If you don't think that way, it's over. Yeah, I I think that way simply because so many shitty days are behind me. (laughs) But I'm like, I sure hope so. (laughs) Yeah, I hope the best days are ahead too. I think think, – uh, like you think you'll enjoy like retirement the day that comes? Yeah, because I, I feel I feel I got a taste of it during the pandemic shutdowns. Yeah, and initially it was very difficult. Uh-huh. It was very very difficult. But then towards the end, I was like, I'm fucking digging this. Yeah, I can get used to this big time. You yeah. know, Bry's not such an idiot after all. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pull this off? He knew. <laughs> Where are my pills? <laughs> So you're 53 tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, birthday, yeah. No, is there any difference 52 to 53 or do you feel like, oh, I don't want to even say I'm older when people are like, how old are you anyway? I just say 50. Just say 50? Yeah, mm-hmm. I just say 50 now. The same thing you uh, condemned me for at the, at the wedding where, where uh, oh. Mary Beth's dad was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, something about me being 50 and Walt immediately oh, was like, this. he told you he's 50? <laughs> he sold you out so I got fast. news for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I never did. Never thought as to why, if you did lie, why you lied. <laughs> Just the truth has to come out. Yeah, you can't start your marriage off on on that kind of bad, you know, foot. Yeah, I'm not marrying him though. <laughs> yeah, you still don't want. You don't want to lie to the fucking your father in law. Uh, that's true. You know, well, I did you... lie to him though. I did lie to him because I, I forgot to tell you in the um, the last time when we actually talked about the wedding. You know, part I had these. Uh, my vows. Some of the vows were a little bit dicier and uh, risque. Mm-hmm. And the one of them was I was talking about like when I knew I loved her and I'm saying when it wasn't. And the third time I said that – or the third item that I said it wasn't, I was like it wasn't when you had sex with me with, uh, with barely knowing me at a one-star motel at your expense. Yeah. That, it was, that wasn't true though. I just said it because I thought it would be funny. Uh, that's what makes it the best. <laughs> And so when we were out, like when I went to Vegas, but when I went to Vegas, we, Mary Beth and her dad and I went out to dinner and he brought it up. He was like, I, I can't remember how it came up, but he brought it up and I could see he was like kind of uncomfortable about it. And I said, well, let me make you feel kind better. Of? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, that wasn't true. And he was like, it wasn't. 
like there was this wash of relief. Like he goes, like, was it? And I was like, no. I was like, I just said it because I thought it would be funny. Yeah, which to me <laughs> means he shouldn't have a wash of relief because it's almost worse yeah. that his that like his son-in-law took the time during the wedding to say something, make something up, present it to the world as true, left him hanging in discomfort all this time. Well, I'm on the way up to your wedding. My mm-hmm. wife was like, "How come you're not giving? You're not saying anything. How come you're not going to be able to say anything? You want to you want you want to say something just as equally as bad as he said on, on our wedding? Like she she was pressuring me to fucking t- to get up and say something. Really? Because I would have loved you, it. How you? What fucking, did you say at his wedding? Because how you told everybody at my wedding that I was a methadone. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was addicted to methadone. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even know what methadone was. I, I, I heard this come out of his mouth, and I'm just like, "What does that mean?" I had no idea what methadone. And she was. held on to it. Deb held on to it all this time. Fuck yeah! She, That's why really, she should. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I guess she was like, "He deserves a bit of his own medicine," and I was just like, "I am not getting up and saying a word." I said, and let alone trying to be funny at yeah. his wedding. I said, "It ain't happening." I said. Well, wow. that you would have had to outdo anything. Would you have I said, said anything anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had just said something really like crazy you know, out of left field. Like what? Well, I mean, as out of left field as me being on methadone and Debbie getting me clean from it. <laughs> <laughs> and her I family. It a, I thought it was like, a nice looked, story, a touching story. <laughs> And her family's face, like like that puzzled look on their face, like, oh, my God, what? She's, she's marrying a junkie? That's that's as shocking as like, wait, he's not 50. He's 52. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, you would have had to said something worse than what I said. Oh, or what you've done. To, what would I, if he said something worse than I said, I, I would be like, this is amazing. Yeah. I would have loved it. Or no, you, you, also, you say that now because no. everything went smooth as silk. But I guarantee you. Well, if you what what did you throw out there? Like, uh, like accuse me of being a racist, or be like, I like, I have to object because I I, I know for a fact he cheated or something like this. Like, uh, I mean, like, it could have been anything, anything <laughs> that that would be like so beyond the pale of like, oh my god, oh, god damn, it would have been awesome. It'd be so unwalt. It would be amazing. <laughs> but you did say you were going to yell, tell him Steve Dave at the end, and I was like, god damn, I wish you. I done wish you had done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, I just said it as a joke. I never once uh, was serious that I would do that. that was it's too nice. I'm good. sure. I'm sure she would not have appreciated me screaming, "Tell him, Steve, Dave." I don't know. I mean, I did an Asian impression at Ming in the middle of the vow. So <laughs> <laughs> she seems to roll with a lot, Mary Beth. I don't think you got to worry too yeah. much, right? She, I mean, she knew what she got into, right? Yeah. She asked for it. Yeah, <laughs> she sought it out. She, yeah, she she uh, stalked it practically. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what you get. Um, what do you got planned for the birthday? I actually celebrated my birthday last weekend. Oh. So uh, it, one of the best birthday celebrations of my entire life. What would you do? Um, well, the reason we celebrated early was because I got home from work on Friday and there was no kids. They were out doing their thing. So I was like, we should celebrate my birthday tonight uh-huh. because uh-huh. there's nobody home. And on my birthday, you know, anything's on the menu. Oh, so <laughs> so um, I took advantage of that, and then literally the next day I get to pick where I wanted to go eat because we just told the kids it's this weekend. Yeah, and I went to Friendly's and I had the best piece of meat I've ever had in my really life. A fr- yeah. at a Friendly's. I've been say. to Morton's. Wait a second, I've are you including Chris's earlier? <laughs> no, that was that was the day before. Um, but. I have, it was like, usually when I go and I pick friendlies, I'm like, you know, and I tell everybody how great it's going to be. It's, 
it's never really as good as I think it's going to be. Uh-huh. But this particular time, they, I got a Salisbury steak that was fucking better than anything. I love a good Salisbury steak. At, uh, Go on and say it. I know what you're going to say. At Morton's. Or, char. Or char. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I know you think I'm just saying it to fuck with you. But <laughs> <laughs> it was so damn good. And then I got ice cream. And then the next day, they're, like the Packers – we're playing the Bucks, and Tom Brady was facing off against Aaron Rodgers. And I really want to watch this game, and it's my birthday weekend, and we have a family engagement. Uh, and I was like, I really want to watch this game. Can I, I use said, this? I go, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, this could be the last time they ever face off against each other. This is historic. This is two Hall of Famers going head to head. I want to watch this game. And my wife was like, Well, I'll just tell them that you had to work this weekend. Ah, oh, what a trooper she is. Oh man. my God. And I, so I sat there with the two dogs and watched Tom Brady fucking light up. Aaron Rodgers, they crushed them, and just sitting there going like, "This may have been the best birthday weekend of my entire life." I wow. mean, I came into work. I asked Ginnum or Mike. I mean, I let them tell fucking boring ass stories. Didn't interrupt them. I even chuckled harder at the fucking horrible jokes. I, I mean, I have been a fucking like pleasure to deal with. I imagine this week. Wow. Yeah, it's been great. Jeez. Now, why can't it be like that all the time? Not just once a year. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because if it's like that all the time. Then you, there's nothing to look forward to. Then once a month, once Just every two months. If you do it, but if you do it, you get used to it, and then like the, um, then how do you up the ante when it's time to up the ante? Then mm. that's when you appreciate it more, man. That's, you know what? There's something to be said for that because I am a fan of rapid escalation to a point where it makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe the like the the bull and his and his son sitting out there on the hill, you know, you walk on down instead of running down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I didn't get anything physical. Like like a physical gift. It was yeah. like there, it was all like stuff that like you couldn't buy at a store. Uh-huh. Except for the Salisbury awesome. steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Well, I'm great about weekend. to I'm about to correct that for you cuz I brought you I see this. Some gifts. A big gift. Big gifts. Gift. Yes. Well, this the the one in blue is a is a is a accoutrement. You could open that. What does that mean? I've it's heard a, that word. It just comes with. Oh, okay. side, side. <laughs> I've never understood what that word meant. I've always yeah. been too embarrassed to ask All what right. that means. So it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and too lazy to look it up. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it? I'm hoping that that, that this uh, will give you. Uh, well, you'll see. Okay. Yeah. Chocolate fountain. That's it, my friend. <laughs> I know you probably can't be going to the Golden Corral now. It might be harder to get there. I let you down last time a little bit. Sure did. It's the third one he's got today. <laughs> this is like a high-end chocolate fountain. Oh, I don't fuck around, bro. You're my boy. Thank you. Yeah, I, I figure, you know, bring a little Golden Corral home. To you, and this is the chocolate that goes that melts oh, that goes into it. My kids are gonna love this. Yeah, so it's not from a defunct Golden Corral. That no, sold it. no, no, no. <laughs> and no. this is what's good about this is though that you don't ever have to worry about some fucking no. disease-ridden little kid. The only germs in there are the germs that you put in there. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Q. Yeah, you now know that's a callback to uh, a very old story on Tom Steve Dave, right? Yeah, you yeah, did that on purpose. Yeah, I did. I did on purpose. Yeah, oh, I was just thinking about you sweet. in the Golden Corral and, and things we all might be missing in the pandemic. And I was like, let me get it for the guy. Now, if you don't want it, my feelings will not be hurt. I want it. You want it. I want it. Excellent. I, oh, I will use this. Excellent. I will use this. I will use this at Thanksgiving. Oh man, I love that. And I will try to use it on on Christmas too. Okay, definitely. I'll I'll, I'll send you pictures of uh, of the whole family with their fucking mouths <laughs> grinning ear to ear. Uh. We've never had a chocolate fountain. 
in in our own you know abode. Yeah, now you do. It'll it, it'll they'll have so much chocolate on them. It'll, it'll look like they're about to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, happy birthday, man! Thank it's you. it's, Thank uh, you so it's much. wonderful having you in my life. It's wondering wonderful having oh, you as a friend. It's so, so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, it's so. been a fucking. I mean, this should have been my fiftieth birthday. Well, it is since I'm not I'm right. eternally <laughs> fifty from now on. Remember that amazing speech I gave at your wedding that time? She's <laughs> <laughs> outdoing me. Uh, Walt, I wondered how you felt about this. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. For the first time since 1966, it will not be on broadcast television. This is one of the things that, like, uh, that uh, get him brought to my attention. Uh, you know, during this week, he wanted to let me know, and he also was like, "What do you think of this?" Yeah. As if I'm like the Schultz. Like I don't think back that. that like I'm like I'm going to be outraged by this. I don't think that as much as like as far back as you can remember. Obviously, it's been mm-hmm. on network television. So it's yet another thing that's changing that ages you out that makes you like fuck. I don't have HBO Max. Not that you watch it every year, but it's a change. It's the principle. Uh, I you know what? Yeah, it really didn't bother me. I was shocked that it was still didn't bother me either. But yeah, I was, I was shocked <laughs> that they, they still ran it on network TV up until last year, and that this is the first year they're not. I was like, isn't that fucking shit on YouTube? You could just watch it any time you want. Who cares if it's not Probably. on network TV? Yeah. yeah, I didn't think it was. I thought it was a non-story. Hmm. I think it means a lot to people. The nostalgia is being bought and sold. and you know, Because like, now you can't watch it if you don't have HBO Max. Oh, I, 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 buy it I thought on it was iTunes. on Apple TV. So. I thought it was on. No, HBO Max. Well... Well, HBO Max, let me tell you something, is a, is a great service. They have a lot of shit on that. I love you. HBO Max. HBO Max is, is, is winning. It, oh, I no, mean, I'm look, sorry, Walt. You're right. Apple TV Plus. My bad. Yeah. That makes sense to me because they have the Snoopy series on there now. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're upset by this and if you're feeling down about this, if this story, if there are people legitimately like, oh, my God, this is such a bummer, you really – your life must be fucking amazing. Yeah. If this bums you out at this point, I mean, this is a really not an issue. All the shit that's going on in the world, and this is what's got you fucking. Maybe upset. they're only caring about this just to care about something else <laughs> because it's so fucking miserable right now. Um, oh. I'll tell you what, I started. I, I I've been a reader all my my whole life, like a book a week. I would read, and then something happened a few years ago. I just got busy and I and I stopped. And and this pandemic has brought me back to the point where I'm now reading. Two, sometimes three books a week. Like, wow. like I'll just read. You're devouring. Devouring is the right word. And I love it. And it's hard. Like, I, I'm not playing video games right now. I'm not even watching movies. I'm just in this thing where I'm just reading, reading, reading. And I'm loving it. And I have lost track of what's going on in the world. I got, like, it's been. Want me to tell you? No. <laughs> it's been such an escape, dude. It's been unbelievable. I'll just tell you, it hasn't gotten any better. No, nah, I didn't. Th- well, the election's coming up, so I can't. <laughs> Things have just got, it's just gotten worse and it's just, there's no end in sight for like when good times will return. Yeah. It's just a miserable fucking cesspool. Turn the page, bro. Turn the page. Keep reading. Really is. And I'm telling you, when I went to New York, I was like, this is the most chaotic cesspool I've been in in some time. Uh, You know? Yeah. Do you feel smarter when you read more? Like, do you feel better about yourself? No, I don't mean in a bad. I don't mean in a condescending way. Do you feel smarter? I didn't mean to like don't <laughs> pretentious cocksucker. Yeah, don't, don't take that as attack. Because there are uh, certain like things where you're like, you feel like you you accomplish more by reading than just sitting down or laying down and watching TV at like at a twelve uh, hour clips. I think it depends. Uh-huh. On, 
<laughs> Lots being aimed old Bry's oh. way tonight. <laughs> oh, that's, the, that's the insult. Yeah. I got it. I was directed at you. I wondered. Um, <laughs> don't, yeah, if you're feeling attacked, it's only because you're, you're shining a mirror on yourself. You just gave I him did. a chocolate syrup fountain. Don't worry, <laughs> no, don't worry don't about that. that. Uh, you know what? It depends on what I'm, what I'm reading. I'm reading a lot of um, uh, fiction right now. So I don't necessarily get that smarty pants vibe, but I do read uh, uh, biographies and like historical uh, things. Books. Yeah, I like reading those, but I'm but right now I'm deep in a fiction thing. So he can school you on Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> no, 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 not really. Not really. I'm, I'm reading this detective series now that I that somebody told me um, two days ago is apparently written. Uh, it's uh, one name's on the cover, but apparently the woman who wrote the Harry Potter books mm-hmm. wrote them. Well, she's. Sarkata Nagrata. Well, that's the other <laughs> thing I heard too. <laughs> what is it called when you're not when you're not? Persona Nagrata. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize really that. out. Oh, with the trans community yeah. and shit. Yeah, I read that too. I'm People are getting it. their tattoos removed. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you specifically. I'm reading this series. These detective books are so fucking good. I'm so into. Them. I'm trying to crack the case. I'm loving the characters. And the new book just came out, which I didn't, never even heard of these series before a month ago. And then my friend was like, "Oh, whoa, yeah, no, no, they, like people are hating on the la- the the final the last book and the, the one I haven't read yet." She wrote it under a pen name. She, well, that's how I didn't know it was her. I just started reading them, and uh, and he said, uh, and like apparently, like there's some some uh, trans ad- advocates are pissed at her for oh, for what's in the book. Didn't she make one of the book. killers uh, trans? I don't know yet. I haven't read that one. But yeah, that's what I heard. Like that yeah. never happens. <clears throat> Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I will it's say this: a fake story, though. But so isn't this. this detective story? Yeah, this is fake too. Yeah, these right? are fake. Or, um, no, it's more. For, you were doing it probably for sen- sensationalistic purposes, though. Well, I'm just telling you. you I think haven't... J.K. Rowling needs to sensationalize shit. Doesn't everybody? I don't think she does. Mm. The books are so good, dude. That when he told me that, I was like, "There's no fucking way that she slipped an anti anti trans messaging into this." I was like, "There's just no fucking way." I can't wait. I, I guarantee it's people making a big deal out of nothing. But you don't know because you haven't read this one yet? No, but based on the way the books are so far, uh, th- th- it just wouldn't fit in the tone of the books to do that. So, and this is like a like – a, who is the hero? Uh, Cormoran Strike. It's a detective and his it's assistant. A, it's a male? Well, his partner is a female. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a male. Sorry. As per usual. But he's a war <laughs> hero. He lost his leg. He's missing a leg. Uh, you know, it's good. So it's we're good supposed stuff. to feel sorry for him. Uh, he doesn't ask you to. His too. choice. <laughs> he doesn't ask you to in the book. I got my own problems. Uh, yeah, like I'm super into the. I'm super into him, and I was disturbed to hear that I could be run out of the community for reading them. Did she them. write them as a as a female author or as a male author? Male author. Oh, even worse. Yeah, it does. But she pulled that shit with uh, Harry Potter. She changed her name to J.K. So people would think she's a male. Mm. But that's been done many times. But but now. It's unacceptable to use a male pseudonym. No, I think Walt's just making it oh, up okay. right now. Yeah, uh, no, it, it's. Oh, you don't think that's you don't think that's shitty though. Not really. No, well, what does it matter what, if the sex of the person who wrote it? I read into it and it was it like matter, she, it must matter because she's changing it. her name and trying to become a male. No, no, she did the same <laughs> thing Stephen King did. She wrote the books and submitted them anonymously to under this name because she wanted them to succeed on their own merits. So she got a publishing as an deal. unknown writer. As an unknown writer, she got a publishing deal. Got it out there. They sold like 2,000 books, but she got the deal. And then the, one of the UK papers leaked that it was her 
Oh, you know, yeah, now, it now, it, and then it exploded, became oh, okay. bestseller. Yeah, and it's they deserve to be bestsellers. They're they're really good books. That that Bachman books or the Bachman name that Stephen King used. Yeah. Uh, it was like some nosy guy went to like the Library of Congress and like started cross referencing shit, and that's how he discovered Stephen King was. Well, why why take that from him? Like, if the guy wants to do it, why not just let him do it? He's doing it for a reason. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Speaking of book Richard, authors. Yeah, we're yeah. going to have a guest. I, last week's guest was uh, divisive. You wouldn't think that would be a Steve Byrne type thing because he's so nice. But I, I saw on Reddit somebody was complaining. Now, I rarely go to Reddit. But I was like, oh, let me see You know, if people like Steve. Some did. Some didn't. Some were vocal about it and uh, blamed me for bringing him on. And one I mean, thing was one guy complained that it was going along just fine until we had him on. And then it slowed down the show or whatever. But I'm like, but we did an hour before he even came on. <laughs> it's never enough. It's never enough. It's and I'm like, enough. part of me wants to be like, fuck you, asshole. And the other part's like, wow, they like it that much. You know? Yeah. Did you get half empty or half full? It's how yeah. you perceive it. Right. Because I'll never talk to him unless I like go back at him. Right. So it's all how mm-hmm. you, uh, how you, t- he loves me so him. much. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> just <laughs> He doesn't okay. want his Johnson diluted. He also complained about me railing up against PC shit, which honestly, I don't think I've done in some time, have I? Like, I, I am not on that anti You know why? Because I was fucking right. And all this shit where <laughs> I was right. All this shit where people are like, oh, he's complaining about PC. He was complaining about politically correct and all this other shit. It's like, look where we are now. You can't even fucking submit your goddamn book as a, as a male. <laughs> Without well, people can. fucking coming down on you. <laughs> she can and did, though. You can't say anything that goes against. I think she's a billionaire. I don't think we got to worry about her. No, I'm not worried about her. her. Yeah. But, yeah, for for the uh, – this is what you get now. The real victim would be if I couldn't read the books because somebody else decided that there was a, a wrong message in. in right. Then I'd be the victim. And, and it, it's not crazy to think that. You, Walt's the second person that brought it up to me. Yeah. What's that? That that something in her books, persona non grata. Well, yeah, like her, I mentioned to my friend her that as I was an author, them. her as a person, like her, her, her community, her fan base has kind of turned on her, and and they they are not happy with her. But this is she'll like, never win back that fan base. There's nothing she can do now. How many of them though? How many do you a lot think? of them? I saw millions. Somebody, I saw somebody come in here like flesh and blood, not somebody online complaining. Mm-hmm. Someone came in with a really awesome uh, tattoo of a monster and I was, and I, I rarely ever say this. I rarely ever say, oh, hey man, I love that ink. But I was like, I really dig that tattoo. I said, that's crazy. That you, like it was like, I think it was Boris Karloff as Igor or uh, Bella Lugosi as Igor. And then I saw another one that was really cool and, and she was like, oh, I don't even want to talk about that one. I have to get that one removed. And Mike knew what it was, and he said, "Oh, that's Harry Potter." And she goes, "Yeah." She she was getting it removed because of what's happened. Wow. She said she was so into Potter that she got this tattoo. But now, after all this has come to light, she's so disillusioned and so unhappy that you know somebody that she held in respect has beliefs that are so in direct opposite of what she believes in uh-huh. that she doesn't even want the tattoo anymore. Can't have that. Wow. You can't well, have they, somebody disagree with you. Well, I, I heard also <laughs> they just, now I don't, I wouldn't say we're influencers though, but I saw this poll. I that, would. Eh, I wouldn't. Uh, I influenced Mary Beth to shut her lip. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that people real, like 78% of people want the, their influencer, the people that they follow their influence, influencers to hold the same uh, core beliefs that they do. 
Oh, that's, sure. a, that's a very high number. Sure, but I don't think that's crazy. Like, if say you're say you're not a good guy, say it's you're like I'm, I'm totally into like the, like if they if they don't line up exactly how I line up thinking, then I'm not going to I'm not going to support. I don't know. I don't know if you support them or you're, or you're not going to be well, you, following well, them or doing anything to you know, further their career because they just are like done. Uh, I think that's the the key to our success is indifference. And total apathy when it comes to that kind of shit. Maybe. Politics and such. We're here to make jokes at each other's expense and to fuck around and to talk about the nonsense that goes on in our lives. So let's do not. that. Let's do it. Yeah, let's not do to. It. Okay, well, let's, we'll, we'll start off by uh, Q. You tell me. I, I, yeah. I can't remember another time when Walt lied to me. Oh. But I'm going to show you Whoa. a picture that proves he lied. He lied to you. Whoa, that's fucking that's nifty. pretty fancy, right? That you better, is, uh, you're going to want to put bling. on your glasses for this one. Okay. Oh, I got to put my glasses on? Yeah. That's officially bling. Because uh, you claimed that at the wedding you did not wear a gold chain. What am I looking at right there, bro? Oh, it's the chain I got on right now. No, it's not. Polish those glasses. They're all fogged up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear to God, that is not a gold chain. I don't. Somebody must have uh, altered what? that photo. Or the, their, that's or on my Instagram. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God on my children's eyes. Oh. I don't ever wear, uh, I don't ever, never worn a gold chain. This is the chain I've worn for the last five years. Now, are you sure you want to say that? Because there's a lot of compliments saying like, hey, looking good, Walt. Too bad you lied about it, but you're looking I, good. I did not lie. That is a, a trick of the light or somebody has altered the photo. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I had to say which it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to judge for yourself, go to Telemance well, on Instagram. I, I would not lie about wearing a gold chain. I didn't think you would either, but I mean, yeah, I'm looking at you in a to. fucking sweet-ass gold chain right here. Smiling, too. Well, I got to take a photo. I didn't want to take that photo. You didn't? I was for, uh, fucking corralled into it. It was... Uh, it was a lot of fucking photos, wasn't it? Oh hell yeah! And then, and uh, when she Mary Beth got him back, she's like, "Oh, I should have gotten a photo of just you with Walt and just you with Q." I was like, "It was raining, don't you remember? Like it started to rain." Well, you did get like, we had to go photos inside. of just us three. No, just you, me and you. Then just me and oh, Q. Wow. Then just me and Mike and Ming. I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We're good. Holy shit! Do you hear that? I don't have mic on. I have headphones on. No, it's not through the headphones. The sound of a thousand boners going unpopped because they don't have Blue Chew. Oh, Blue Chew's back. That was a clever segue. Blue Chew, thank you. Ah. <laughs> what is oh, wait, the sound of just... one boner popping? <laughs> Still never tried it. Very loyal sponsor, Blue Chew. They've been around now for quite yeah. some time. They've hung around. I didn't think they would be one that would stick around. I thought the... Well, you know, would move on to other podcasts. Well, that's, you know, our audience likes to bone, bro. It's birthdays every weekend in this birthdays audience. all the time, man. Uh, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Who doesn't want that? As much as you have, you could always use a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, so listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients such as Viagra and Cialis, and you can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Who likes to fuck on a full stomach, though? I can't, impossible. It's not possible. I mean, not right? impossible, but it's not preferred. You're, you're, you can't be doing the work. <laughs> like, if I've just had a big meal of pasta and shit, and yeah. then it's like, fuck me, stupid, I'd be like, no, you fuck me, stupid. <laughs> I just had dinner. <laughs> 
A young, a young man could fuck on a full stomach. You think? Oh hell yeah! Oh man, I used to fuck with stomachs filled with <laughs> beer and bar food in a bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back is, in the day, this is a product of age, Q. The way yeah. you said you can't fuck oh, on a full sure. stomach. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I wish I had the stomach of a twenty-year-old. Oh, those days. Uh, it's prescribed online, Blue Chew, by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and then it ships right to your door in a discreet package, almost like you got it from Silk Road. Uh, they're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. No awkwardness, and you don't even have to leave the house. That is sweet. Right now, we've got a special deal for the listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code TESD, $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code TESD to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Wow, there's a whole bunch more. And remember when you sponsor... Wait, and remember when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please make sure to use our promo code TESD at bluechew.com. Mm. They're not taking an awful lot of credit for fucking what we're doing, yeah, don't you think? Them, let them have it. They're paying. Yeah, it's true. All right. I, I had a, a, a something that touches this topic. I, I keep in touch with um, various friends from my high school years and whatnot. And one of my friends who reached out to me and in the course of several emails back and forth, she was like, I found. Uh, uh, not Blue Chew, but what is it? The Viagra uh, prescription in my husband's bag. He hit it. And um, Wait, she, I'm sorry. What, what happened? She was going through her husband's bag. Um, He's traveled. This, whatever. This no, not travel. It wasn't. <laughs> I, love, I love the details you fill in. <laughs> like, no, you're no. <laughs> no she, she wasn't concerned he was cheating. Okay. She, she was saying that she was so it'd be like in, my, like in my duffel bag I take back and forth to work every day. It, she, it, she found it in there. Yeah, it was, okay. it was just it his was, briefcase. It might have not even been in a bag. It might have just been. She just found it in his stuff, and uh, she was upset. She was like, "He." She's like, "Why would he need it?" She's like, "Why would he need it?" Like, "What's wrong with me?" Was her attitude? Really? She's that like uh, yeah. old fashioned and like out of touch with like yeah. with, the, with today's. Well, how old is she? She's your age? She's my age. She's 44. How old is the husband? Same age. Same, age. same 44, 45. Did you tell her, like, it's not you? It's just like, as guys. I said, put it out of your head. You don't even want to see how lit my dick is. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like every ramen soup. Um, no. <laughs> I, I told her, I said, look, I said, there's two things going on. I was like, one, yes, you guys have fucked. You've been married 20 years. A billion times. I was like, it's not like you're here telling me that your sex life is on fire and you don't get why he's not joining in. I was like, two. I was like, he's 44. I was 44, like, though. Yeah. That's, that's a little young, though, isn't but it? You to, could see to the start of it, I think. I think, I think you, you could see I'm, a decrease. I'm 52. Yeah. Not yet, but last week, whatever was on the menu was yeah. up. I didn't, yeah. He thought he had dyslexia. He thought he was 25. <laughs> yeah. I, I could have did it on a full stomach. Yeah. <laughs> More Salisbury steak, please. <laughs> it's not going to slow me down. Uh, yeah. But so there might be, you know, where, where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't think he's cheating on her. I think he's just fucked the same woman for decades and, and it's just like, hey, man. But so is Walt. So is Walt. Well, I don't know? Think, but I also don't think humans are the same. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't think everybody can be a Walt, obviously. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. We wish. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I, I had talked her off the ledge. It's like some sort like, of utopia. Go. <laughs> a human utopia. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, so was she? did she seem satisfied with your – She did. You did. Talk her down? After I fucked her. <laughs> oh, no, I did, I did fuck her back in the day. Um, so uh, the uh, – no, but this is the way that I put it to her. I said, look. I said, this is the way you should be looking at it. Half glass full, half glass empty. I said, he didn't tell you because 
he was embarrassed, but he probably he noticed the issue. Your sex life is important to him. So he took steps to fix it, you know, without even involving you. I was well, like, you should be flattered that like he still wants to have sex with you. He still wants to. He's just having a little trouble with it. And rare is the guy who wants to run up to his wife immediately and be like, guess who can't pop boners? Yeah. Like, it, it, it's different for everyone. Not everyone has the, the lack of self-respect to come on a podcast and just blather about it. Yeah. Do you feel that you helped her? I feel I helped her. Really? Yeah. Do you feel, though, that like this her husband know that she's going to an impractical joker and telling the details of her how much would you oh, hate no. that oh, if you I found that be, shit I out? I would be fucking like, yeah. what? I think any guy. I wouldn't say specifically an impractical joker. <laughs> uh, well, I'm no threat. And I know him. But I don't think you'd be happy. No, I don't think you'd be happy. what world is, is fucking BQ not a threat to every fucking woman on this planet? I mean, this world? <laughs> oh, yeah. This was, uh, no, because self-deprecating not, bullshit right I there. I would never. Mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, it's not even in the cards. It's the, I don't have that relationship with her. I don't think he'd be happy. Right. I don't think he would be happy. So but at is, the same time, it, I had his back. Right. But is it just as there's a lot of uh, you know little things being held back from each other in this marriage? Mm-hmm. His prescription. Yeah. Her phone line to you. Right. How good of friends are you that she no, confided in you? He, he wouldn't be surprised that we we that you spoke about. Yeah, this? about that. Yes, but just in general that we communicate, he wouldn't be bothered or, or surprised. Now, how much of a – I've sent them signed things for their family and stuff like that. But how invested are in you in this? Them. <laughs> oh, not at all. Because I was like, will you follow up in like in a no. week and be like, so what's going on? Not at all. Well, how you, are his did erections? You talk, did you talk about the – Ixnay, Ixnay? No, no, I no. Wouldn't, you wouldn't. You're not going to follow up and find out if everything. I will now. <laughs> I will now. But uh, but uh, I wouldn't think to worry about it. I mean, it's probably unlikely that he went to see a doctor without her knowing, right? She said it was Viagra. I don't. I I, I don't know. Well, that, fuck, that's, dude. A, that's a tough one to you hide. Go to, to a doctor. You don't have to go see a doctor for blue chew. You can just fucking yeah, fill true. out an online yeah. survey. Well, you see your online doctor. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is legal Maybe in, I should in send 30 him states. Email. I should send him an email. Yeah, 52, baby. <laughs> in all U.S. territories. <laughs> Guam, I'm pretty sure, too. <laughs> uh, why? You think I was out of line to, to, to discuss it with him? How, clo- how close would you, on a scale of 1 to 10, are you with this person? Uh, I mean, at this point, I've known him 30 years. Okay. And we did hook up. Back in, you know, I'm talking 25 years ago. Um, would it matter to you at all? Yeah, it still would matter a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how often do you speak to this person? Eh. Are, are you, how many times a year? Eh, three, four times. We'll exchange emails. A know. year. A year. A yeah. year. And it's, but it's never gotten into that realm of like, no, right, no. where I need, I need to. Uh, Sage like advice. No, not not about her brand. <laughs> Only BQ can dispense for some reason. She has no girlfriends. <laughs> I, I convinced her to get into therapy about three years ago. Um, really? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've I've tried to be like a, a like a mentor. Yeah, I want to put You're it an that influencer. Far, but yeah, I've influenced her. Right. And, that, and that's nice though that you haven't like you know you don't go around you know bragging about it. Well, I'm on a podcast with. But, yeah, Six but you, figures listening. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, but you kept this. You kept all your listener base in the dark about how you go about helping people and giving uh, great advice, though. 
You could like a lot of people would have to shout that from the rooftops, you know, let everybody know. Oh, I helped. I saved my friend's life tonight. As soon as I do it, I'm going to brag about it. <laughs> I know. Wish my friends were more depressed, so I had something to. Oh, they about. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I texted last night at ten o'clock last night? <laughs> um, yeah, oh, I think boy. everybody has. Like you, don't you provide this for him? I don't think so. Really? I, I don't think that I provide um... – More of a Dutch uncle, I think. <laughs> what, what's a Dutch uncle? It's like somebody who's always there to reprimand you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, if you had to ask him with me not in the room, I don't think my advice is one where he walks away going like, man, I'm really glad he's in my life to give me this advice. I think he's more like, God, I wish he'd fucking stop telling me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> get him. Come here a second. Yeah, I got a question for you. I actually have something to say to get him, too, but um, I wanted your answer to this. Come over here, get him. Watch out for my chocolate fountain. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stay away. We're going to hook it up after Thanksgiving. After my family uses it, I'll bring it into the stash. We can, oh, oh, great. We can, <laughs> we can dip things in chocolate oh, together. Nice. I can fill a full crunch for you. <laughs> Go ahead. You can, I mean, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Now, the question at the table is: Go ahead, can we ask him? Uh, so we were discussing. I mean, were you listening? Not really. Okay. Um, so we're discussing me giving advice to a friend of mine. Okay. Over the years, I've I've been a source of uh, a confidant, if you will. Valuable. Sure. And okay. Walt uh, made it seem like that's not something that he does. But I said, well, what about Gidim? Don't you give Gidim advice and like and give him guidance and stuff like that? And and he says no. But and that's where that's where we're at now. How do you does Walt? Does Walt guide you in any way? Or? He tries. How so? Uh, he does give me advice. I don't always accept it. Uh, he tries to help out when he can. Uh, so Good advice? Yes, yes. So why don't you take it? Uh, He's incapable of taking it. Mm. He has, there's um hard headedness. Yeah, there's definitely like a titanium wall yeah. in that skull that won't let good advice seep in. And he just... Yeah, he's just – he's a type of person that um, – he's going to do it his way. No, I'm set in my ways. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm very set in my ways. But my advice comes from the heart. It's never – like I may say it nasty and I may say it like like I can't stand you. But it comes from a point like uh, that um, – You said I can't stand you. That was Saturday. <laughs> I said I can't stand you, see you Wednesday, and then walked out the door. Oh, really? What happened to lock and clock it? Oh, those, those oh. days are over. We need – we need some blue chew in this fucking relationship big time. That honeymoon is long, long over. I, if I don't see a patch that says, I can't stand you, I'll see you Wednesday. Because it's, it's like talking to drywall. Yeah, it's like talking to drywall. Like he, he'll tell me all the things that are wrong, and I'll tell him, "Well, you should do this. You should do this. Well, why don't you think of this? Why don't you do this?" I told you to try this. Talking to drywall. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I take the advice in and I, I weigh it, but for some reason, my brain gives its own stupidity a lot more weight than the. Well, could you give me an example of good advice Walt's given you that you have outweighed in your own mind? Uh, that I should get out of the the place where I'm staying right now. Okay, so why? What in your mind outweighs it? Uh, because it's I hate to say it, it's it's cheaper mm-hmm. to put up with it right now than it is to go out and 
Financially, it's cheaper. Yes, it's psychologically not cheaper. Fi- yeah, financially it's cheaper, and I could put the money that I'm saving towards in a soda can under a bed. Well, no, we're, we're still until not- the conflagration breaks out. <laughs> There's still we're still trying to figure out what's going on with the farm with yeah. the rebuilding, and like apparently the insurance won't give us enough money to rebuild. Mm. So we're also looking at you know buying a, a, a smaller place so that money that I have could go towards that, mm-hmm. and I I don't. I see it as kind of a waste to spend it on something like a year at a like housing. <laughs> yeah, a year at a, a year at other housing that I could put towards something more permanent. Okay. Yeah. But why would you have to pay for it? Will you own it then as well or will your I'm, father and his and his business partner own he's it? Tr- we're, he's trying to get rid of his business partner. So this would be something that would be us. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) My father and I. But you have enough to do that. But like, no steps, no things going are moving forward to to achieve that goal. So why not just give give yourself some semblance of normalcy and just? I walk. I had to deliver a package, an eBay package. It was unbelievably somebody bought something in Red Bank. Oh wow! And I and I walked it over rather than mail it. So it was a nice day, and I saw two places that said apartments for rent within walking distance from here. And I was like, bro, you should at least call and just see what the fucking rent is. I go, how sweet would it be to live right around, like within walking distance or like, or two second drive, I said. And he will not even, he's not motivated enough to even call to see what the rent is. No, because I still have to go to the farm at least five days a week. There's always going to be excuse as to why you're not willing to just have some sense of normalcy in your life. There's always going to be something there to stop you from doing it. And I've just accepted it now. So I don't, that's why I'm like, all right, I I can't stay in you. I'll see you Saturday (laughs) or Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't say it in anger. I was just like, yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, again, I, I (laughs) not in anger. Like defeat. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people out there can empathize with the whole wanting kind of seeing that there's, you know, you're having a mental block, but you just can't get, over it there's like i think a lot of things are mount everest to get them for some mm. reason like the things that like a lot of people don't consider like his dinner <laughs> <laughs> but they he looks at things as if they're like like they're the equivalent of like you know climbing mount everest for some reason and and a lot of that's some of that's my own doing and that putting it off makes the oh i think your mother's doing which one <laughs> your adopted mother. I think she fucked you over so bad. She fucked you up in the head that you're. It's almost going to be impossible to to <laughs> regain. There's no hope. Uh, to what to no. ever go to like where he's where he's not going to live in a basement with silverfish. No, I mean I know there's no hope for that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like yeah. I think he's set it's, it's actually crickets and spiders. And what is birds. with the fucking crickets lately? They're everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's too, both of them though. Those mole, those cave crickets. Yeah, or the camel crickets, whatever. And the other one, the other ones I don't mind. It's those camel crickets. I went just... for decades without seeing this many crickets. Yeah. It's like they've had an orgy or something lately. But you know, we did that benefit pod for him. He, he has. Multiple, multiple years worth of rent. That no, yes, you do. No, Bullshit. I, I, you'll have at least two years worth of rent. Depend. Okay. What? Well, not, you're not fucking about. living in a Manhattan high rise. You're living in a fucking room <laughs> with a hot plate in Red Bank. Not a joker, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into figures, but anything over it would be just a little over two years. You just got in the figures then. (laughs) That can be cut out. That can be cut out. We're not cutting it out. (laughs) Keep that shit in. (laughs) But that's not including, you know, utilities. But you work full time. It's not like if you spend this money on rent that you're going to be like, 
have nothing to your name. But it's I'm putting again. I'm I'm taking them. I'm taking and saving money again. If need be to put towards the amount the amount of money that I have from that and work. If I could put a really, I've talked about it with Jeff. I could put down a really nice down payment on a on a on a house with your debt. With with my dad with my dad's credit, yeah, yeah. and and the money it would be a really nice. Wait, down are you telling me that you're 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 angling for home ownership? Again, that's it's. We're still trying to see what's going on with the. It's it's so effed up. It it drives me crazy beyond belief. How long ago was the fire again? July twenty. How many months? Uh, yeah, over fifteen probably. Yeah, or close to fifteen. Wow, hmm. that's and, a long time. Like, what do you think that did to your? Your psyche living with that insane woman this whole time, her shitting all over, making you shit outside like an animal. Well, it's it's. I think he likes it. Living with camel crickets, (laughs) whatever the fuck they are. I don't like it. I just. I never heard of such a thing. Oh, is that it? Camel crickets. Camel crickets. Yeah, they're huge. It's over his whole face. (laughs) Yeah, every once in a while, every once in a while, I see one on the pillow, and it's just like, yeah, just. That's not enough, huh? No. What will be enough? There is nothing enough. There's her kicking me out. Her kicking yes. me out. Yes. Yeah. Which I said, you're leaving her house in a body bag or she throws you out. Or the yeah. police have to forcibly remove you. That's how I think you're getting out. You yeah. will never or, make the or, steps to leave. No, no, no. If the, if the, house, if the house was repaired, yeah, I'd okay. be out in, in right, a heartbeat. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm, I, there are bugs in your bed? Your bedding? <laughs> in the basement. In the Where basement. you sleep? Yes. Get him! You gotta get out of there. And and bur- oh, the, recently we've had two birds down in the in the in the oh, basement. Forget that. Which I know. Yeah. I mean, I would be like, maybe they'll eat the bugs. It's <laughs> <laughs> at least a positive down there. <laughs> Glass half full. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeez, but what if we? Oh no, there's nothing you can do. What if I paid your rent for a year? Well, that yeah, because then I could I could I I would be saving that money. Yeah. Can I take it in cash and still live with spiders? <laughs> <laughs> so if if you did some research and. Found an apartment. That was the big thing is is the traveling back and forth, especially when it comes when it comes to winter. It's like seven days a week. I have to go to the farm. And but how far is the apartment you're in now from the farm? Uh, it's it's, it's like not an halfway. Apartment. It's a cellar. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's about halfway. It's about fifteen twenty your minutes. Okay. So and so, I'm asking him to and go it's on main to Red Bank, which would add another twenty minutes. So but you'd be living. That's bug 40, free. But that's, that's, that's not worth an, a 20 minute drive? Round trip no, drive? It's 40 minutes each way. It would be like 40 oh. minutes each way. <laughs> but bug free. Yeah. And no, and no possibly, possibly bug free. Fucking yelling and ranting at you. You're able to use a bathroom when you want to use it. These are things that just don't appeal enough to him. So even if I picked up the rent, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do it because of convenience. I, I, said I, I said I would. All right. Let's, why don't we do some research? Okay. See what we can come up with here. Okay. It really is sad to see him languish and and just he's my what, friend. What's sad is that you find it acceptable. I know I never said I, it's I, acceptable. I, it I is deal with by it. virtue of the it. fact that no, you're, I deal with it. But you, that means you find it acceptable. You're accepting. The, what are you talking about? It's the very definition yeah. of being accepted is staying there when you have the opportunity to leave. I understand why you're doing it. That I totally get. Yeah. This is his new mother figure, though. Oh yeah, yeah. This is definitely oh. his new mother figure. Me? She lets he lets her walk all over him. Well, I really – I don't have a choice. This, before this. Before this, she walked all over you too. Jeff told me. Spoke okay. to you like, like – She spoke were, to you yeah, like a five-year-old in front of the, the she supermarket. She bitch-slapped you as Jeff said. She, she bitch-slapped you? She, yeah. She, uh, she she was what did drop, she do? She was dropping me Verbally off. Verbally bitch-slapped. Right, yeah, she yeah. was dropping me off after – because uh, my Jeep was in the shop or something. She was dropping me off and she was saying something to me out the window as she was leaving and – 
Well, yeah. Do you remember what it was? No, not uh, off the top of my but head. But Jeff witnessed it? But Jeff it? said it was, a, it was akin to a, f- a mother yelling at a five-year-old in front of the supermarket about, like, I guess, getting on, like, the little... Uh... <laughs> Jeff must feel like he's on acid between the hours of 12 and 5 on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... I don't no, he, I think, yeah, he just wants to get out of here, too. <laughs> Can't stand you. See you next Sunday. <laughs> Now, does that bother you? What? That you've got on people's nerves to the point where they're your friends and they're like, I can't stand you. I'll see you later. <laughs> no, because no, I've had friends who do the same I, you know, the same thing. Yeah. So. What an odd duck you are, get him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, duck is, I, like, I've, I've said, I, it's kind of like water off a duck's back sometimes. Like, I take this stuff and I just let it roll <laughs> can't off. can't stand you. Of course you can. No one can. <laughs> I'll just I'll pop, pop back up to the surface. Well, it's not like there's no cause for this because no matter what, also, like, Unrelated to his living conditions, he'll just tell you you're wrong about everything and tell you that, like, you know, so there's a That's point. not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think but about that's just you. his condition. I, I do. I think about Gidham a lot, more than I should. And I worry about you more than I should. And and the other day I had I had such a, a warm feeling about you. Oh, they were going to say you had heart palpitations. No, no. I was like, I, I was like, you know, I, I was thinking about you in that fucking Elvira dress. And, okay. and I was like, <laughs> go on. I was my like, blue chew my by myself. yeah, I had my blue chew and my, uh, no. And, uh, and I was like, he's up for anything. I was like, he's oh, yeah. such an asset to this show. And he's as much a part of the show as I am at this point. And I'm no, like, no. and, and I'm like, wrong. He's, he's so, I mean, he's just so good to work with. Like, like you're, you're a gift, a comedic gift. Um, and I mean that in a good way. Mm. And I was like, we're really lucky to, to have get him on the show, I really feel that way. I think the show I is concur. better for Gidham's, let's say, influence on the show. And 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 I was feeling really appreciative towards you, man. And like really, like man, he's a good guy. But I think, I like I think it's been a it's been what is the kind of relationship where it's symbiotic, like a, yeah. symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Oh no, we've done more for him than he's done for us. Let me, <laughs> yeah, let, let me be clear on that. Yeah, <laughs> a little parasitic. Saying, little, yeah, a little parasitic. You're about, to, you're about to pay his rent for a year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on, bro. I won't because he's going to drop it. You think this guy's going to find apartments to look at and come to me with rents and stuff like that? Uh, he might when you went with the all expense tra- trip to Vegas. Nothing for five thousand dollars, you lose some weight. Nothing. You think this is the thing? That's I was, true. I tried, yeah, I tried to reschedule the Vegas trip. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You did not. Why'd you try. I told you pick the days. We'll go on your schedule. You never gave me the days. Oh, okay. So you didn't I try to schedule. I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> um, so all right, we'll see. We'll see. Jeez, uh, but yeah, I, 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 you can't be sleeping with fucking bugs crawling all over you, dude. This is America. Yes, it's <laughs> gross. It is gross. You have beard, man. Like a bug could be nesting in there as we speak. Uh, I hope not. Yeah, but you don't have to hope. Yeah. You could take steps to make sure it doesn't happen. But you, he's checked out. This is the look he gets when you talk to him? Uh, there's definitely uh, the game blaze. Yeah, he checked know? out. He just started staring at the table. Yeah, yeah. But, I, mean, I think that, like, I asked him, I said, didn't this, because you were friends with this lady before this. You, you yeah. spent a lot of time with her. You would go have dinner with her every night. Yeah. I go, how has this, how can you ever go back now to that relationship before? I mean, it's it's irrevocably. Yeah, there you mm-hmm. go. Nice work. Now, and but he says, no, it's not. No. So that's the kind of person he is, is like. He he maintains that she's, like she could treat him like dog shit. Like yeah, you he gets out and then she's like, "Hey, you want to come over for dinner?" I'd be like, "Fuck you, bitch!" Like, why would you ever talk to her again? It's it's who she is. She's, she's making you shit in a pail. 
No, no, no. I, I use I go to a park and I use a porta potty. It's not, oh, it's not as bad my as bad. a pail. My bad. How long does it take you to get to the park? Uh, well, they, they just. <laughs> uh, one is one's like five minutes away. There's another one that just opened up because the school opened up. So that's only about two minutes away. <laughs> you can't be lurking around. School. You're around school children <laughs> taking shit. No, 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 no. It's a um, it's uh, like a school with like a playing field. So uh-huh. they have a porta potty out by the playing oh, the field. field. So I, I just you know I drive the jeep over park. Doesn't it ever bother you that you're that guy? No, I can tell it doesn't bother him. No. Well, I think he wants to be that guy in some strange way that he doesn't even realize. He wants to be the guy that comes to the table and is like and say and so like as if it's the like it's the most normal thing ever. No, it's, it's these things. It's Why not, aren't you doing it? It's, it's he not, wants to be that dude. These things. It's not normal, but I will say I think that me doing that rather than expose her to cuz she complains that there's a smell. I think it's. She didn't expect that. <laughs> I remember you did. He was. T- he, this is the. But these are the stories you want to tell because I remember you had the Franks were down, Mrs. Five and Frank, and you just started going into way more detail about the the odor that you leave behind. Mrs. Frank was horrified. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are stories. Like he wants to be that guy to tell these, like these the kooky guy. Yeah, you know, he what? wants to be the crazy guy. Hot, hot Helen cousin. Uh, hot cousin Helen showed up. And all he's talking about is his foot ailments and shit. And, and like you could see it on her face like, oh. But you feel like, oh, I have no chance with Helen anyway, so I'll disgust her. I'll no, make, an, no, I'll make no, an impact no. one way or the other. She's going to fucking remember yeah. me. Yeah, I don't think he's looking to disgust them. I think he's looking to be like, I can captivate them. I can't captivate them with something mundane. I got to go. I got to go. Eccentric. Yeah. Guess where I shit at four in the morning. (laughs) I mean, compare that to my $5 boot stories or similar stories. Would you say that's the same? That's your – yeah, the shitting in a fucking – Bucket uh, on this on the field at a school is definitely no, your A list bu- material. It's not a bucket; it's a porta potty. <laughs> Construction workers use these things all the time, so yes, it's, it's, I know, I know. It's but I would just hope that, like, even me, and I look, I've, I've been disappointed in myself more times than anyone else I know. Doing that, go like, I would just be so disappointed in myself, and be like, God, I got to be worth more than this. I got to be. I think it's a good thing about getting him. I don't know if he's that self reflective though. Yeah. I think he's just a roll with the punches kind of dude, man. He just rolls with it, and he's like, "Well, that's the that's the way it is. That's, that's the, the way, way it's it got to be right now." Yeah, yeah. I mean, which mm. is a great attitude to have, I think. If it's sure. if it's short term, if that's if you got to have one attitude, that's the way I would prefer it to be. If I had to be in his, trust shoes me, too. I would love yeah. to. I would love to be able to just like I you like I used to go out to the the bathroom, pull, open a book. <laughs> Well, because the, the, no, the mudroom bathroom was outside. The, 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 hey, you can have all my J.K. Rowling books. I'm throwing them out, <laughs> apparently. Well, no, like the mudroom bathroom was outside the house, kind of proper. It was like you know, it was it's attached. So you didn't even have a normal bathroom at the other house. I did, but it was upstairs, so it was easier just to use the mudroom bathroom because it was like right out. To, it was the the living room, the kitchen, the mudroom. So, mm. but that's right. right. You know, but you know, I would go out there, read my book, and you know, that was my you know. I, I did enjoy it. Time. I yeah. did, yeah, I did enjoy it. And, and, and trust me, I would you love to have do that, that again. It's so easy. Yeah. You know how achievable that fucking shit is? And you don't even but, necessarily have to live here in Red Bank, even if you lived halfway between here and the horse yeah, farm. Yeah. I, like, I tr- I've tried finding apartments. I went to like apartments.com and they are just it. Anything that looks reasonably affordable, you click on it and it's like none, even though it'll say like updated two days ago, it'll be like, oh, nothing available. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, why did you show me the, 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 uh, the, the listing then? And some of the places I've gone to, they 
the requirements are you have to earn three times the monthly rent in your monthly salary. They want copies of your paycheck. Nobody cares about. But this why part. can't? Yeah, but why can't? Why is that so like daunting to you to provide that? You have it's not. That it's shit. not that it's daunting to provide mm-hmm. it. It's that even if I provided it to them, it's not there. You know, I don't. I don't make. I, mean, I do make a nice salary here. I don't make three times the monthly rent of some of these places. Well, now you can go in and be like, my sugar daddy is fucking beat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and they're like, wait, you're a sugar baby. <laughs> oh boy. I knew those Hollywood types are freaks. <laughs> <laughs> By sugar baby, I mean I have horrible diabetes. <laughs> Boy, get them. I don't know. Well, you're going to go check for these apartments and we're going to be updated on the So on how do you housing. go to your accountant and you're like, yeah, I'm going to pay for the rent of this dude. Yeah. What does he have on you? <laughs> There's no other reason. Is this tax deductible? Um, I don't know. How do I- you explain that? Well, I don't really. It's my money. I don't really have to explain That's to him what, yeah. what, what I do with it. You know, like, my friend's falling on hard times. Like, he's sleeping with fucking silverfish and crickets up his ass. I, I need to help this guy out. I saw Daddy Longlegs in my house the other day. Yeah, Wanna pay my rent. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, thank you. <laughs> uh, hey, get him. Yes, sir. You know what month this is, right? Uh, it's October. Right, and Halloween is during October. Ooh. And Policy Genius would like to mark the occasion by making something less scary. Life insurance. You got any life insurance? Well, I guess if it's not worth anything, no, no right? <laughs> so shopping for life insurance can seem like a daunting task. Oh, you don't like those daunting tasks. Yeah, yeah. it's like a mountain. Yep, but Policy Genius makes it easy. They combine a cutting-edge insurance marketplace with help from licensed experts. So they cut that mountain down to a molehill, you're saying? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. In, in fact, less than a molehill. Wow. Mm. Yeah, here's how it works. That won't even hurt my feet. Go to policygenius.com, and they're going to help you pick out all your quotes from your top insurers. You're going to compare policies. You're going to cut through the red tape because mm. people hate that shit, oh. and they're going to handle the paperwork for you. And the best part is they work for you, not the insurance company. So, you know, they're not yeah. bought out by big insurance. Yeah. If you hit any speed bumps during the application process, they will take care of everything. Nice. It's earned them five-star rating across over 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Hey, we still have a whole bunch of five – like, we, oh, we only have five-star reviews on iTunes. Hmm. Pretty proud of that. It's uh, rare. Deservedly the pod, so. The podcast – it's a rare podcast that only has five stars. And if you haven't, go to iTunes and uh, – Give us five stars so we can keep trudging on. Positive reviews. Yeah. Positive reviews. Yeah. yeah if, if you're thinking about not leaving a five star review, just don't even bother. To, yeah. Then yeah, yeah, yeah save your time. Yeah. Don't <laughs> or leave it for some other podcast like yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> All right, get them. So if you need life insurance, head to policygenius.com right now to get started. You could save fifty percent or more by comparing quotes. Policy. Do I, oh, do I need a code or anything? Or nope. Oh wow. Policy genius. Hmm. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Wow. Oh, hey. Um. Something I gotta ask the ants for a favor. Ooh, okay. They might, uh, you might have just solved the problem for me, because we're trying to get RNH distributed in in more states, and mm-hmm. the distributors are like, there's this app Untapped, and they they go to that to see um, how many people are interested in the beer, and they use that to decide if they're going to bring it into their territories. So if I get beg the ants, if you guys could go to Untapped.com, go to RNH and just five star that up for me. In ten years, you have not asked for anything. I rarely ask them. Not once. Anything. So, finally, oh, I can't believe I didn't think about this. Pull this You're about that to is be a really good idea. In all fifty-three states. Oh, and mm-hmm. I'm and begging Guam. you, please, <laughs> <laughs> please go to like Untapped and, and and yeah, just check it. I don't know what check in or uh, leave reviews, five stars. I, 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 I would greatly appreciate it, guys. I think yeah, I think you're about to please. be pleasantly surprised because the ants 
They can move rubber tree plants. And they you're can. not really asking for much because it is a great beer. I mean, I, I stand by it. All the varieties I've tried, I've loved. I love the Pilsner the best, though. I, you know, it's my uh, yeah, yeah, right, it's, nice. it's my favorite of the of the children. Did you try the uh, Catoberfest? I've not tried Catoberfest, oh, so I heard week. it is available it's in Neptune. Awesome. Also. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it into a bunch of chains here. It's so good. It's my favorite. I, I'm trying to figure out how to make it year round. It's just oh. the best. You ever wish you you liked beer, Walt? Never. Really? Sometimes Never. I wish I did because guys seem to have such a good time having a beer they bond together. over beer. Yeah, yeah. beer yeah. And, and that kind of thing. Yeah. You know what's great about owning a beer company? What's that? I fucking like like we just we were working on a dinner party the other day and the crew's in California. I just send I just oh, send the case yeah. to the office and uh, and it arrives and the crew gets in like oh, Brian sent beer from from, from New York. So mm. now that's my go to. Like I just I sent Scotty Gomez sent him some fucking beer. Really? Uh, yeah. I've, I've sh- did he ever send out. you the salmon? He sent me the salmon. It he was did send it to you. Unbelievable. How many pounds? Oh god, it was huge! It was uh, these frozen packets. Uh, well, not frozen. They put them in the the they vacuum sealed them. They Did put he them clean? In the thing. Yeah, they were clean and everything. <laughs> it was unbelievable. They were like three, four actually, giant um, vacuum sealed uh, salmon like fillets, but like three in each package. It was unbelievable. It was so good. Really? Oh, so he's he's doing the, these weren't just like his private catch, or these are no, no. I think he, this he, was... he produces this for on, for a, a commercial no. project. No, 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 no. This is just him. He caught it. Really? Yeah. And you're not a little bit concerned about it wasn't cleaned properly or anything? No. no you have no. some like uh, parasites or some shit. <laughs> and I cooked it. I didn't eat raw. <laughs> so I wasn't that concerned. No, it was excellent. It was excellent. Yeah, me and him text a bunch now. We, we, we really? text a lot. What are you guys yeah. talking about? He sent – you want to see a video he sent? Sure. It's, uh, it's um, a video of this guy quitting his job. You'll like this, Brian. Oh, okay. And uh, apparently the guy firing him, his daughter works at a strip club. So wait a minute. He found this video online and just like, hey, he shared this with you? Yeah. Like, I'll th- you'll think – I'll think – Yeah, and then we, then we discuss I gotta, it. I got to figure – I have to figure you kind of would think this was funny kind of deal. Yeah, and then we discuss it. Good God. So, <laughs> this fucking Stanley – two-time Stanley Cup champion wasting his time on this bullshit. So this guy <laughs> – Guy tells his boss that he is dating his daughter after he gets fired. Listen. Here's, but, uh, here's your two checks. Man. Really? Yeah, man. Why? It ain't working out. We tried everything we could, Sorry. but we got to let you go. All right. Man. All right. Whatever. All right. No hard feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to let you know, I know the real reason. What's the real reason? Because uh, I, every Friday I go to show and tell and get a lap dance by your fucking daughter. That's why. You know, <laughs> hear that fucking shit from you, man. Really? Well, uh, that's why I'm getting laid off. It has nothing to do with my fucking work. You know what? Grab your shit and get the fuck off my job. I am. And guess where I'm going? <laughs> <laughs> really? So, so we, we fucking... Guess where I'm going. That's, that's the part we talked about. We were like, right. it's the savagest of burns where he's like, yeah, you know I'm going to your daughter right now to get a lap dance. And- there's nothing he can do because he's working. <laughs> nothing he can do. And we laugh about that and we, we talk about that a bunch and stuff mm. like that. We send each other little videos like that. You wouldn't like to get one of those videos. Well. I would be so like like disappointed if that was – if I was had a friend who was a two-time Stanley Cup champion on my favorite team and that was the level of conversation we were having rather than talking about – you know, hockey every time. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't want to be friends with the guy. You just want to talk hockey with him. No, I want to get, I want to hear his point of view and what he thought when certain things happened and his insight on this or that. Not like, like videos that are on fucking TMZ and shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't tell you, bro. Fucking world's dumbest to fucking revisit. Remember that show that was untrue? Yeah, it was untrue. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that feels like. World's dumbest text. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro. Check this out, bro. Oh, bro. That savage, bro. That shit's lit. <laughs> what are you talking about? You, me, and Troy just fucking pass these things around all fucking day to each other. I know, I know, but I saw you in the barrel. <laughs> It just felt so natural. <laughs> I pick up my phone. I got 38 texts from him about a video. Oh, I saw this video. It's, it's almost an I buy comics type video. It's this uh, Mexican cartel, and they've captured one of their enemies, right? And the enemy's nickname is Ghost Rider. So they're basically like, oh, you like Ghost Rider so much. And they put alcohol, no. like rubbing alcohol over his head and light it up. You, you basically see his face melt off. And he's oh screaming, and then he stops screaming, and you're like, oh, "Okay, good, he's dead." But then he sits back up again, and like now his like he's got those big bug eyes and shit, oh and his God. his entire head is in flames. I, I gotta say, he does kind of look like Ghost Rider <laughs> a little bit. I mean, that <laughs> part's true. But how I was could like, you watch his? I just saw it. It just it popped no, but up. How could you keep watching? Popped up where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dark web. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how could you watch that, man? I don't. I, I didn't that know what stay it was. With you? Yeah. I don't know. I th- I think I'm pretty desensitized yeah. to that kind of shit. I saw like even worse than that. I've been watching, uh, or I saw parts of the the protests in Nigeria. Oh boy, you think the cops here are assholes? Uh, you've never seen. It's just carnage. Uh, it's like carnage because I guess they have to pay off the cops. The cops are like, you pay us for safety and protection. And this is everybody. Yeah. This isn't just like store owners and the shit that these guys are doing to these people. Like that's a true fucked up society yeah. with the cops. You know. Have you ever mentioned me to Scott Gomez? I have. Yeah? I have. He knows you do a podcast with me? He does. Has he listened to Tom Steve Dave? I don't think he's listened to it yet. No, would you want to be on a group text with these guys? Because sometimes you're going to get a video oh, like I have that. have to pretend that I'm fucking like, oh, man, he fucking slayed that old asshole. Bro, no way. Oh, bro. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, man, let me put my beer down. I'm spilling my beer. I'm laughing so hard. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a regular dude, Yeah, man. he definitely is. He's yeah. actually too regular. He's, just, he's hysterical. I, yeah. You want to be more like godlike? Yeah, like, like I, I just would think that he would. Yeah, I just would not think that he would waste time, like finding <laughs> videos like that and sending them to people. <laughs> to me, yeah, that blows my mind. Yeah, that you're, blows my mind. You're right. I mean, the amount of time you and Troy spend sending each other videos, <laughs> it's like, we're always like, bro, dude. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. think it would was... disappoint you. Well, can, wow. can, yeah. So how weird would it be if all of a sudden I just popped up on a on a three a three way? No, I text. think the thing to do is like maybe I get him on to call into the show. Yeah, and and introduce you guys, and then you you get, then you could forward maybe you could have a side text where you just talk stats. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go stats right away. I would bide my time before I I, I got stalker like in terms of like trying to find out all <laughs> all the dirt. Yeah. And all the things I like that never get out. You might have to accept some salmon in order to get would, the dirty details. I would pretend that I eat. I was yeah. into salmon. Too. Oh, I saw a parasite on him. Sorry, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, uh, I'll see if I, you know, if he wants to come on. Maybe he could, maybe you guys could discuss other things. Maybe, maybe he's disappointed in. Do you in, think in maybe he's just playing dumb because he thinks that's what you, what you like, he, that no. you, that he, 
I don't like, think like, Dom, I don't mean Dom like, no, I know like, like, like this like, buffoon. He'll enjoy like, this. Like, like everyday man. Uh, no, I think he's, I think he's an authentic dude. You think he's an yeah, average, you know, just an average like He's Joe? a dude, man. He's, he's just, he's, you know, mm-hmm. I like guys like that. I like guys that are just like. Regular guy. Commonly referred want- to as dude bros. Yeah. I'm always like, I don't know. I kind of like him. <laughs> but do you want guys that you admire and respect to be everyday bros or do you want them to be a little bit more um, special? Uh, I like variety and I'll tell you why. Because I like I've we're forming a nice little friendship with Mariana Rivera, and he oh, is really yeah we had him on dinner party. Can you fill me in? Uh, <laughs> he's he's a legend, uh, Yankee closer. Okay, uh, got to be like at least five time world champion. Maybe oh my more. god, he's no no he's six six like six. Brady. oh he's like Tom Brady. He um no I might have that wrong. Tom Brady's got six rings. But he's the only <laughs> yeah he's but he's like I don't got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you take that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> he's soon to be seven, it looks like. He's playing that good. I don't know if I told you he won on my birthday. But it really was on my birthday, no. But we pretended it was it's my birthday. birthday. Weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> that was okay. seven days early. Um so he is so Mariano is like um He's definitely There's no videos going back between He's an angelic person, yeah. I heard. Yes. Like Very much so. He's not going to be sending you videos like that. Absolutely not. What about Ghost Rider? <laughs> no, nothing like that. And, 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 Could you send a Ghost Rider video to Gomez? to Gomez? Oh, to Gomez? To Gomez. I wouldn't send it to Gomez. I wouldn't send it to anybody. It's hard. It might be, it might be in, like, because that's the Mexican or, or cartel, right? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to send that to a Gomez. I don't want to send that. Because that could be taken all sorts of Oh, yeah, his father's Mexican, right? Yeah, yeah that could oh, be yeah, taken. You might think, like, yeah, you're pointing it out, being like, what's wrong with you people or something? Nah, what are we do? You know, he calls me dickhead sometimes. I'll call He you calls know, you dickhead. Yeah, oh, he'll dude. be like, what's up, dickhead? And I'll be like, uh, you know, Who's what's up, dude? Who's the dickhead bag? now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he calls you dickhead. Yeah. For how, how soon into the relationship? Oh, very, I mean, almost immediately. <laughs> the first time. Who's this dickhead? Oh, oh, yeah. All right. I no, no, it's just the way I, I call him. What do you call him? What's your Mr. Gomez? <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I call him a douche and stuff like that. Like, we just the way guys. How long have you known me? Uh, twenty four years, twenty five. And years. and it's been in that twenty four years, we've probably been texting just recently, maybe like four years. Um, <laughs> Took a while. I've, yeah. ne- I, I've never called you dickhead, even like in a way of like no, uh, in that buddy way. No. You know, like, like we don't have that kind of like. Why don't we? Because you're well, you're more like Mariano than you are. Scott you know that's not true. But does it seem sort of like almost passive aggressive in a way, like a no. like a weird like macho thing? Like I'm, I'm going to show him a little bit more manly than you. I'll put you in your feminine place. Um, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm FDNY. I don't think he's thinking that I'm fucking feminine. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> It used to be former, <laughs> whatever. I got the medals. No, I, I think it's, it's, you like that joke. No, <laughs> I don't mind being fucking made fun of at all. Like I prefer it. Like I like. It. I've always said, like if your friends aren't calling you an asshole or something, they don't like you. I don't yeah, think I've ever wrong. said that though. I don't think I've ever like even fucking around. Like we got into like some. Some back and forth where it was like we were joking back and forth where I said, oh, come on, you dickhead, or come on, douchebag. Can't stand you. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you haven't. You bust my chops a lot. You just don't use that verbiage. 
Mm, I don't even know. I mean, we could roll the tape on 10 years and tell him Steve Urkel. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can get out of I'm this I'm talking one. about off mic, though. <laughs> um, no. This is, all, this is all real shit. This is like... A place where Yeah, but I don't have be. that relationship with everybody. Like, I don't talk to... Really, like, Murray, I wouldn't be like... Sal, up, Sal and those guys, don't, you don't have that kind of playful... No, Joe, I, Joe, no, no, I'm very close to them, and, we, and I could say anything, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever sent, like, called Gatto a dickhead or anything like that. Speaking Whereas Sal, of which, I've been like... Is he, are we ready for... supposed to be on the phone with Oh, right oh now, yeah. yeah. Now, I'll be like, what's up, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> People seem to take issue with me not introducing Steve Byrne last week, so I want to make sure that everyone okay. knows that this is Rightfully Joe Gatto. so. I'd say so. <laughs> I, I listen back. I'm like, what the fuck's the matter with me? I was so excited to talk to him. I'm like, hi, Steve. Like anyone knows who the fuck it is. Is this Steve Allen? Yeah. No? Oh. All right. Oh, wait. I need ear- earbuds too, right? Yeah. These are my new soft earbuds. Yep. Hello? Oh, these are soft. Hello? Hi. Joe Gatto. Joey. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bud? Long time, no talk. I know, I know. I really miss you, buddy. We should really try to work together on some projects. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joey, if I started, if I started like affectionately, there was nothing behind it. Like there was no anger behind it, and I would like refer to you like affectionately as dickhead, right? Like yeah. we don't do that that all. Like I, we don't have that relationship where we're like, "What's up, douchebag? What's up, dickhead?" Right? No, no. But, you have the relationship with people. I don't have it with anybody. But I've seen you have that relationship with the like the firehouse guys and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Exactly right. So, so, so the macho guys get that. No, not the macho guys because <laughs> it's just it's just certain people. It's no less of a lane of a friendship than anything else. No, no. I mean, for a while, I had a term of affection for my wife, Bessie, which is my girlfriend. I used to call her Fats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all right. I think that's similar. Right? I think that's in it. I think that's in the in the vein. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to get cold, dickhead, or Fats. I don't think, <laughs> especially not in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walt Walter, Walter doesn't like that uh, me and uh, a hockey player are, are affectionately ribbing each other. He doesn't. He doesn't get it. Oh, I get it. Uh, okay. Oh, then what's the matter? Yeah, I, I just <laughs> don't understand why we never went that. We never took our relationship to that level. We can if you want, but I don't. I don't think it's it would, better or worse. It from, would be forced and definitely be not be. It wouldn't feel natural though. I would know you were just doing it because I, I complained about it. But all right, remember how I, I used to come to the store? I used to see. I used to give you a big hug. Yeah, and you. Pre, would, you would you tell me? Pandemic. You said, I don't really like it. Please stop doing that. <laughs> True. Pre-pandemic. <laughs> like five years pre-pandemic. You you were like I don't really like it I don't I don't like it please stop doing it and I stopped we just don't have the relationship where you like getting hugged well no Walt's just a visionary he knew it was coming that's why he made you stop five years ago. <laughs> whereas I see Gatto we hug all the time even Absolutely, during the yeah. pandemic well I don't see him much during the ha- but I would hug him if I saw him yeah, it's, yeah okay yeah yeah so that's what I'm saying it doesn't mean I I love you any less I know I know it doesn't but it, it just it doesn't take the sting doesn't make the sting less hurtful though that like you got. What I've always dreamed of, like you were able to parlay your fame and celebrity into becoming friends with a fucking two-time Stanley Cup champion, which is something I always dreamed of. But let's see, because it's were... probably never going to happen. I mean, look at the look how old I am now. Fifty-three. God, <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> 
we're really we're not here to talk about how old Walt is and how nobody no, wants to be his friend. No. <laughs> was this a cry for help? Like, what's going on? <laughs> this is an intervention, Joe. We need you to help out. Do I have to start calling Walt asshole? Like, I don't. I'm not sure. What's going on. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt. <laughs> we're here to talk about the Dog Father, my love of dogs, desserts, and growing up, growing up Italian by Joe Gatto. Let me. Oh, we're you. still talking about that thing. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and talk about it. That's great. Yeah. Well, yeah I, wrote, I, wrote a, I wrote a book during the pandemic because I, I was uh, shut down and had nothing to do. And I was locked at home with these dogs. And I was like, I'm spending too much money on feeding them. I better make them turn a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do with Benjamin. Yeah. And not uh, a, hence the uh, cat, the uh, right, the cat tober. The cat tober. Right? That, yeah. That poor cat's yeah. been fucking flogged and put on the stroll for eight years now. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, you so you're sitting around and you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna write a book about my dogs. That's <laughs> well, unusual, the, the, man. I, you're in a position where you can do that. Like I think if I'm like, I'm gonna write a book about my cats, people be like, Who gives a fuck? <laughs> but there's such like in the book when you read it, there is such a love of I'm not sure which you love more, the desserts or the dogs, because it seems pretty yeah, equal. Start down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's dead it's a dead tie for sure. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but, I think uh, I, the whole project actually was just came out of bullshit with my cousin Polano, who you guys know, Mike Polano, and we were mm-hmm. uh, we were talking, and I was I was talking about a program that we use for uh, to design stuff, uh, Adobe InDesign, and he's like, yeah, that's for books, really, and I was like, oh, I said I never really did that. He's like, you should do a book, and I was like, what did I do a book on? He's like, well, you like taking pictures. He's like, you have all these pictures of your dogs, and they're funny stories with them. Why don't you just do that? And I was like, oh, okay, it's actually a pretty good idea. So he came over, and we just like set up the fun part for me was like the photo shoot in my house like that was a really fun day because like he came over and we had a, another friend come over to help us and, and Bessie was here and the, and the kids and it was just like a really fun day doing each like little setup with the dogs and uh, they did so much better uh, than I thought until it came time for the cover so in the cover they're all seated at the table and I was like, you know what? I really don't want to have to try to Photoshop this. Let me just try to – they listen to me. Let me just make them all sit at the dining room table in chairs and just put a bunch of food on the table. And as you can imagine, it didn't work out well. So I had to end up Photoshopping. And it took me like three days to get that picture right. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. It was funny about it too. It's just like I didn't know about the book until it was published and out. Like yeah. you were never like, oh, I'm writing a book. You were just like, oh, I have a book. And I was like, oh, whoa, what? It was, and then it was, it was, you gave me a copy right there. It's awesome. I was really happy for you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, you, you were, you were really, that was, that was cool to, to do that. It was fun. It was a, uh, it, it was fun to do. And like, it, it actually came out better than I thought it was. I didn't know how wide I was going to like try to like get behind it or push it. And, but then as I started doing it, I actually was like, oh, this is kind of fun. And, and it came like, it started coming better. I had more to say than I thought in the beginning about it. I thought it was just going to be more pictures than anything else. And it actually, you know, bulked up to like a 55-page book where I thought it was just going to be like, you know, 20 pages of pictures and a couple blurbs. I like that it's mostly about the dogs and you like – you put your kids in there once in a while. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I mean because, you know, I have a reputation that, you know, <laughs> I can't have Milana grow up older and then realize how much <laughs> I've done without her. <laughs> Do you make desserts? Like, are you a dessert making guy, or do you just like to buy I, them? That's the part I, I was interested I, I, in. Li- I like to buy them. I have a, I have an inn at local bakeries, really? and there is there's only one there's only one dessert that I make that's in the book, and it's my grandma's icebox cake. And I actually put the recipe in the book because it's uh, super simple. It's just like everybody has a version of it. I think in their family, it's a graham cracker crust with like uh, chocolate pudding, Jello, and then Cool Whip, just like a layered you know pie thing. And my grandma used to make it for birthdays for my 
for her kids because they were so poor that they couldn't afford a real birthday cake and it's super cheap to make. And it just got passed down generation to generation. So that's the only one I really make because you can't buy that anywhere, you know? Yeah, my mother used to make that around Christmas. But I'll tell you what ingredient she did not use. Uh, she actually only used these chocolate, these real thin chocolate cookies and Cool Whip. That was it. She didn't put anything that's else it? in. Yeah, that was it. She wasn't really <laughs> known for her baking. <laughs> or that's cooking. not baking. That's stacking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's assembling. <laughs> She's great with Legos and uh, desserts. <laughs> Uh, well, I noticed in the in the book that he said uh, I can't remember which dog it was, but he had um, had a, an agent, like a, a dog agent, to get him some work. Uh, Canoli, yeah, yeah. Canoli actually had a doggy modeling agency for a while. Now, you've often said that your dog should yeah. be models. I have a French bulldog, and I, oh. I really, really think though that he could have been the it dog. You know, like the it dog of the of the of the, you know how like the, you get internet fame and do mm-hmm. all that stuff. But then I told my wife, I was like, you know what? Look how happy he is, you know, not having to do all that stuff. Do, do I really want to change his life, like you know, and put him into the limelight like that, or or should we just let him be a dog and let him be, you know, just bathe in our affection and our love without without. I'm not that saying that you did that, but I'm... Um, you know, he, he he just didn't want to exploit his dog like you have, obviously. <laughs> no, I straight up made cannoli pay. <laughs> this, this is a true story. This is a true story. I got cannoli. It's the only dog I bought, right? So I buy cannoli. Me and Bessie, she's like, I love this puppy. All right, great. We'll buy this dog. I pay... I think I paid $1,600 for her, okay, at a puppy store. I get her home, and all of a sudden, she, there's this thing called a reverse sneeze. You might know what it is, Walt. I don't know if you know it. But the, they start... Like it looks like they're gasping for breath, like, <laughs> and it's all these weird small puppy mill dogs do it. They they because their lungs don't develop correctly and they can't really sneeze and it looks like they're choking. I thought she was going to die right there. So we take them to the vet. The vet does a scan. She's like, yeah, this dog has the lungs of a ten year old cannoli. <laughs> she was she was like four, she was like a four months old maybe. So I was like, okay, that's not good, right? So we ended up having to do four thousand dollars worth of surgery on her mm-hmm. in the first year that I had her. So I'm in the whole fifty six hunch. Right. So I'm like, all right. I said, the best thing I said, this dog's got to make me money before it dies. What can we do? It's really cute. And at the same time in Jokers, we did this animal thing and we had an agent there. And so I introduced Bessie and the agent, and that's how it got hooked up. And all of a sudden, Cannoli was like, she was in this, like, Hannah Anderson, which is a kid's clothing line commercial, and she was in a Target ad. <laughs> and then it just got too much for Bessie, where she was like, all right, she made up for the money. I'm not going to these auditions and things anymore. <laughs> I, the chapter for me, though, that I, I'm not fucking around. I'm not, I'm not just saying this. Um, it brought tears to my eyes was the Zepoli. Zeppoli? I'm not, oh, I don't know how to yeah. pronounce some of these. These are yeah. very exotic um, names. <laughs> If Italian Definitely. is considered exotic, yeah. Yeah, uh, but that story was – was uh, that really just made my eyes well up because uh, it's such an awesome story. Zeps, Zeps was like super, super cool that he just like – he turned the corner and she became like best friends. My daughter became best friends with Zeppeli and I really believe that's the dog that made my daughter a, a dog person. Like I saw it just happen and they were like besties and – she would like, you know, pet him and want to kiss him goodnight. And then uh-huh. she was like three years old, like two years old, two and a half, I guess, and three years old when she, we had him. So it was like so funny to see this little kid actually recognize that she's a part of a pack. Because there's like four dogs running around. She never even looked at one of them <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you know. Yeah, you got three sweet pictures of uh, of these two hanging out in here. And we, we, yeah, made, we made some coin off machine too. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I put them to work. Yeah. <laughs> we got a, it was, <laughs> it was yeah, a big yeah. part we, of our stage show. Yeah, our stage show. That's right. We did a whole segment on uh, on that train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this dog. There's a picture of the dog in the book, like br- like a forty foot high, projected in 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 in, uh, in like arenas and stuff like that. It was. It's a hell of a story for that dog. That's where it ended up. Uh, I was sad when Michigan guys. But you do this thing where you adopt you adopt dogs on their last legs. Yeah, I get them on the way out. Yeah. And, and you- I got three. I got three now. I got three now that are in the way. It's the first time we have more than one. I, I used to have a. I'm up to eight. I used to have five. There'd be four healthy young ones, and then the fifth rotating spot. First was Mishkeen, then Zeppeli, and then we filled it with Pignoli. And then, <laughs> so now Pignoli's still around, and then we caught wind of these two Panna, Panna Cotta, Panna and Cotta. Put them together, it's Panna Cotta, the two sisters. <laughs> so I have, I basically have this in my, my upstairs bathroom has basically turned into a senior center. We call them the Golden Girls. <laughs> and they just roam around. They like own the house up there, uh, the three of them. So I, I, I'm just waiting for one of them to, to get a move on so I can get my numbers down. <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I, I think this is – you have punched your ticket, though, to heaven, though, for what you're doing, though. I, mean, yeah. I yeah. think this is a, this is, I'm not fucking around when Q told me that, like, what, that you do that for dogs. I mean, there's got to be, like, you are going, you're going to be blessed when it's, when your time is up for what you're doing now. So South Walt Flanagan. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm not kidding. It's so impressive and it's so, like, it, it took my breath away because I don't, I mean, it, it's truly amazing that, you know, the, the, what you're doing for dogs you know, who are, who nobody probably would be able to emotionally or, you know, to do that though. And so it's really uh, an amazing thing you're doing. Well, that means a lot, man. Thanks, asshole. I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is it like to live with eight dogs? I have two. And I, I've tried to uh, convince the family, that, like, let's just get one more, and they maintain it would be an insane asylum to bring one more dog in. How do you do it with eight dogs? I mean, I would love to because I feel that, uh, you know, the more the merrier, and it would just be yeah. – it would make the house even more filled with love and, and all the – Yeah, well, it, hits like, it's, it's, it really is like it hits a fever pitch. But they, it's like a pack mentality. Like my Biscotti is like, like my mama bear. She's the second dog was our first rescue. She's my favorite. All the dogs know it. But she's like the she's like the pack leader. So like wherever she goes, they go. So, so you're not the pack leader. Her. Oh, I definitely am. But like if I'm not here, she's in charge. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's like if I'm like you know if I get her to do something, I'm like right outside, and she starts walking, they all follow. Go to the room because I have like a little. I converted like a. I had a pantry in the house. And when I moved in, I don't really need that much room. I converted into a dog room so I could put them all in there. Like if we have somebody coming to the house that's doing work or, you know, when the landscape is coming, they're not running all over and stuff. So it's like a nice room for them to go. So I'll say room and they'll all go in the room and stuff like that. So the more you get, like they just fall in, fall in line. As soon as Napoleon came home, he's my puppy now. Um, he, I only have him maybe like, unless I probably have about 10 months or whatever. In like four months, he was Right in, right in, like three, four months. He was like right in with everybody. No house trained, all the stuff. So, did you grow up more. with dogs? I had one dog for sixteen years. Actually, we had this one little mutt named Midnight 
that my my dad used to open the door in the morning, let it out, and then it would come home to dinner. Like my yard wasn't gated, like my house, like on a road. You remember Q? I had like a whole bunch of hedges. Like the dog yeah. got out all the time. Didn't matter. It used to walk the streets. It would come home. And at one time, my dad was coming home from work, and I said, "Where are you going?" He and we saw him, and he took. We had these big uh, like landscaping like uh, chunks of like rock and stuff around the house and i see my dad he was a big dude he picked up a rock and he was walking down the street and i said what are you doing he's like oh midnight sleeping in a pothole on harbor road i gotta put this rock in it because she's gonna get killed <laughs> my dog was napping spending the day in a pothole on the on a thoroughfare on an island and he just dumped this big rock in it instead of like <laughs> oh man that so it was the 80s for dogs as well as children because that's how my parents did it too they're like here's the, they'd open the door and they'd be like go out come out tonight before the lights go out in the street lights yeah <laughs> it's exactly right i have my own sweet dog story it might bring tears to your eyes Walt. well all right let's see when uh when i was young about 10 years old i was really really close to my grandmother in fact i would go i would go so far as to say before sage came around this is the only female that i'm like this person loves me no guys up to that point but just females <laughs> um so when i was 10 like nine into 10, she got cancer. Nobody explained that to me. Like, I didn't know what was going on. And uh, she died. So she had this dog named Chloe. And this is what I had not thought of this in the longest time until I was reading your book. And then I was like, oh, Chloe looks like these dogs, the like all white and puffy and shit. So mm -hmm. my aunt took Chloe, the dog. And within a week or something, they found the dog on the at the river's edge drown uh, oh. i guess you know because they lived very like literally a like half a block away from the uh from the river so when my mother told me which she i don't know if she had to tell me <laughs> that she wanted she wanted to i think she may have wanted to uh she yeah. was her explanation for why chloe was dead was because she probably missed my grandmother and drowned herself on purpose <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh, my God. And I didn't think about it until the other day, like I said, when I was reading your book. And it's just like, well, I missed my grandmother was the suggestion that I should drown myself. <laughs> yeah. She, she, you know, she's like making that suggestion that she's baking a pie and just layering <laughs> chocolate cookies and whipped cream. And like, maybe you should go play by the river. <laughs> Tide's going out. Here's your flippers. <laughs> I thought back. I told oh. Mary Beth and she was like, is it any wonder you are the way you are? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mystery solved for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so does this uh, now that some goes to charity, right, Joey? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I did an autographed uh, hardcover drive that I'm doing for charity. Oh, you're doing, um, you got a hardcover of this too? Yeah, limited edition. I only did a, pr a print run of it um, for it because it's on Amazon for the paperback, um, but they don't do hardcover. So I was like, oh, I'll put together a charity drive to help support a bunch of the shelters that I do. So the five that I outline in the book will get. Uh, the proceeds from it, um, and uh, yeah, so that that hardcover charity drive is what I'm doing now. Do, are, do you think you'll do a follow up now? Like, no, I do think I I don't know if I'll do another dog book unless I get another significant number of dogs. But these two aren't in it yet, Pan and Kata, so they've started me off. <laughs> <laughs> What's but your max do, number? If you had to be like, you I had said, to put a cap I, on it. I can't do any more old ones. I think the old ones are capped out at three. Um, and I can't do any more puppies because it's just a lot. They get like 
<laughs> chewy and stuff. And you know, <laughs> so if I could find a nice three year old, four year old, I might go. I might go to. I might go to ten, but I don't think I will. I think I'm good at eight. <laughs> How did you yeah. convince the misses that like you were like we're, we're just going to have eight dogs? So you got it. You got it all wrong, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you got to Missy Elliott that. You got to flip and reverse it. <laughs> I will say the only dog uh, Q was there. Q, you were there. It was in Vegas. Vegas the only yeah. dog that I really brought home was Spumoni. We were doing a. Me and Q were doing a uh, interview at the uh, iHeart Media Festival in Vegas, and there's this company which has a genius marketing scheme. Yeah. It's called Love Pup. And they invite celebrities to come and take pictures with these adoptable puppies, and they all post it on their Instagram and say, "Hey, if you're interested in this, don't get it." And people see these pictures, and they, they their adoption rate is through the roof. It's really it's really a smart thing. So we're doing the interview, and Spumoni came over and fell asleep on my lap while I was doing it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this dog." And the guy was like, "Oh, that's not that's not how it works." And I said, and the Q said to the guy, he goes, "No, that's how it works if you're Joe Gatto." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't see what I saw, which is that dog was going home with you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the only one I could say. Well, and Napoleon, I could really, we talked about Napoleon, but Simone the only one that was like me. I was like, I'm, I'm getting this dog and I'm coming home with it. And we just had had our son. They're the same age. They're both, they're, Remo was five months old and Spumoni, when I got her, was five months old. And I walked in to the hotel room because we were meeting them in Vegas. And there's my son. Like she had just traveled with both kids to Los Angeles from New York to meet me for the weekend because we were filming uh, in LA. And I walk in with Spumoni, this puppy. And I'm like, look what I got. And she, the rage that was on her face. <laughs> 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 She started it. Bessie started it. She started it. That's right. I can't, you know, she can't walk away from that. She definitely started it. So, Walt, could you just get a dog and ask for forgiveness rather than permission? Or have you blown it already? Um, uh, if I did that, I, I would, I could definitely swing that. I could make that work. But it would be probably a good month of, um, of hell, though, of like, well, you know, she would be mad. But she would never be like, you know, not keep it. But she would be, you know, pretty upset though if I. She wouldn't be mad at the dog. She'd no, be mad about yeah, she'd you be mad making at me, the decision, making that decision, and putting three dogs into her life. You know, yeah. well, I just well, how, big how big are the other dogs? How big are they? I got a Boston dogs? and I got a French Bulldog, so they're both basically oh, okay. the same size. Very small dogs, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Be, just adding a third one, I think, would just just make the house a loony bin. But I would love it though. <laughs> I love the loony bin aspect of it, but yeah, not everybody too. else does. You know. <laughs> <laughs> sure so where can you get your book joe is it i imagine amazon yeah the easiest place is just to go to uh gattopups.com it has the links to everything there's the link to the charity book it has the link to the amazon one um and if you search joe gatto on <laughs> joe gatto book on uh amazon you get like nine thousand results of like everything from impractical jokers mad libs to like <laughs> <laughs> like i'm not the i'm not the easiest to search <laughs> So I just uh, set up gattopups.com, and that's the easiest way to get it. That's the easiest way to get it. And what was the name of the charity that you would most like to see people send money to here? What was it? What was the name um, of the one? Out of, out of all of them, I, I, I like Love Pup, but I mean, out of all of them, I think the one that needs the most help is the New York Animal Control, uh, Animal Care Centers, and, and NYCACC. They're in the book, too. It's where I got two of my dogs, Tartufo, because uh, they're the ones that have to kill dogs uh, if nobody comes to get them. So the more support they get, the better, the more lives you could save. The rest of them are all no kill. So I always drive people to help you. Yeah, any, every city has a, you know, I know you have listeners from all over. And every city has an animal 
care center or control center, and that's always where I direct people to. So they could literally save dogs' lives if they can with some money. Does it seem like Joe's positioning himself to be the new Bob Barker? Because I like that <laughs> <Why>? idea. <laughs> <laughs> I always love the skinny microphone, I'll tell you. <laughs> what do you think, Walt? Any more questions? Any more dog questions? Uh, any more dog questions? I want to get a dog. When, when I get a new house, I yeah. want to get a dog. Yeah, I, I was probably. thinking about a bloodhound. Really? Yeah, because I'm like, if they needed help solving crimes and they called me, how fucking awesome would that be? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not as so you got to think. I mean, you're getting up. What's it? You're getting up there. You should get. You're you're getting up there. You should get a border collie in case you fall down a well or something. You can get some help. <laughs> Save me, boy! Fall <laughs> down a well again? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it's the third time this week. <laughs> this guy in the well, Jesus! <laughs> Somebody put a rock in it so he can't. Fallen. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, oh boy! All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for Thanks, coming Joey. on. Hey, it was great talking to you guys. Thanks so much for having me. As always, you guys are the best. Man, I'll talk to you in twelve hours, but <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. And I'll and I'll talk to you later, Brian. And uh, asshole, give me a call whenever yeah, yeah. you need. <laughs> See you later, douchebag. <laughs> All right, bye. Love you, bud. <laughs> uh, wow. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I just it would be so unnatural at this age to start that up, don't you think? Like I've never like you say with the with the the fire department it's a camaraderie, it's a brotherhood. Oh, mm-hmm. talking that way? Yeah, like yeah. I don't I've never really had that except for like back in high school like playing on a uh, like a, a sports team, but it wasn't really like that. No. Yeah, you you, know? you you have to have that personality, you have to have that special relationship that you know, Q has been lucky enough to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this late in life <laughs> yeah it doesn't happen that often <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is it, it's it's i mean i went to an old boys high school yeah and then i never really worked with women until practical jokers it's like i've always kind of just been dude bro in my entire life you know what i mean so it's just yeah. my language it's what i like do you think if i came across as too much of a fan it would, it would just turn him off well imagine this you're texting with him all he wants to talk about is comic book men. <laughs> that would be okay because it's him, though. Oh, I would yeah? give. I would tell him all the dirt, all the stuff that we're not even revealing on uh, behind oh, the uh, <laughs> counter. I mean, we reveal a lot. Yeah, even some of the stuff that I kept back from even that, I would even reveal to Scotty Gomez. You know, right. but then you know, then it's my turn. Then you know, if I tell him all the that's true, all the dirty, tawdry stories from on the set of comic book men. Mm. And I want to hear what happened in the locker room. What mm. happened on the road? What happened when? Uh, no, was he? Is he a married guy? No, no. I don't. You know what? I don't even want to. I'm not talking about that. I know uh, your mind automatically <laughs> went to that. I'm pussy, talking, pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> I'm just talking about like you know, just stuff that like we're not privy to as fans. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't care about the, you know the the wild crazy nights. No. I want to hear about like you know like the jokes that Dan Oak told or. But- <laughs> he does this thing. He does, you'll probably like it. Follow his Instagram, dude. He does these like. Look at him. He's awesome. He okay. do, he does these like um, stories where he tells stories about his career and like about other players and stuff like that. He 
Fucking dude, he lo- literally looks like Gomez from fucking the Adams Family. Yeah, now. he does. He dresses up. He slicks his hair over. He puts on the smoking jacket. Is that what he's going for? Trying to be Gomez? For- I don't know if he's trying to be Gomez, but that's the look. He's going for a look, and he's nailing it. I could be his Morticia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bar Giddens dress. <laughs> yeah, his his uh, Instagram is Scotty C Gomez. Uh, he's you he should go. I dude. could play it cool. Tell him I could play. I don't. I I I can be you know even keeled, and I can tell the bro jokes. Uh, look, see, he even takes, look at that. Can you? He takes, um, <laughs> he takes polls. He's like, who do you want to hear a story about? Oh, this is the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, he he, he'll, he'll tell a story about Bobby Holik or Claude Lemieux. Yeah. I'm oh telling you, it's God. such an entertaining Instagram, man. You should go on and like watch his show. It's called Scotty's house. You know, I want what you want. Man. I mean, I want what you got though. Yeah. I want the personal story. Yeah. Not like well, the story that he's telling fucking... 3,000 people on Instagram. But he doesn't – but the personal story he tells me is about a guy whose dad fired a stripper's father. Oh, like that's what we yeah, talk about. only because he knows you, you know, you'll have no frame of reference for the other story. That's not true you won't, you won't know. If he tells you a Bobby Holik story, you're going to be like sitting on the edge of your seat? Yeah. Right, He's on. a friend, bro. <laughs> I like hearing that shit. Look, there is some fishing in Alaska. Look at him. I know. Come on, I man. You, that's the that. If there was one devil, I swear to God, I'm not going to yeah. go something down now. All the years I was following him, if there was one devil, I was like that. I dreamed of becoming friends with. Yeah, it was Scott Gomez. I I, I didn't tell you that before, but it it, it did. Wow. What like about it. him? Because I saw him on the interviews. He's funny with Stan Fischler. Yeah, you could tell him this that I saw him on the videos with Stan Fischler, and I was like. That dude has a sense of humor. Yeah, because he would hate, he'd pretend to hate Stan and stuff like that. No, he would just be like he would just say shit that made no sense at times. He would t- like he would look at him funny. He would be like he would just be uh, not never condescending or mean. But I could just tell he was having fun. Yeah. This dude has fun, and this guy has a sense of humor. And I always thought it would be me, and it turned out to be you. It's, but you could have. That's a problem. That, it's it like very happened. early on in Comic Book Men when we when we played with those guys, you could have easily like nah, fucking Freddy Krueger wanted his number to text with them. I was like, nah. They, those guys were there for their for their paycheck that that afternoon. We went up to see the Devils. They didn't. There's no part of them that wanted to like. Yeah, you got to convert. Them. Yeah, I know. About us I know. Or them? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I know that I got to do. I got to. I got to meet people halfway, but. It, I'm not a halfway meter, you know. No half measures for Wolf. I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm not. I just not. I'm yeah. not built like that. I need. I need someone to come all the way and then, and then win and then win me and, and woo me. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Yeah, and then, and then, but not like, Scotty Gomez though. No, no, I would. Yeah, I'd make an exception. <laughs> First date uh, type shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll see what I can do. All right, all right. But I don't want it to be weird though. Don't tell him I said this shit. Well, Okay. Well, he may start listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, like, I I mean, I don't know. There's just like, like I said, it's it's true. Like, I always thought that like that would be my dream uh, bromance. Yeah, really. It really was. Like, yeah, I'd watch him and I'd watch the interviews and Uh I'd be like, we could be friends. I know we could. If our, well, if our world's but just... But now seeing this with... Uh, if it makes you feel better, I could tell you, it's fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> tell him, Steve. <laughs> you fucking douche. You're a real douchebag. 